before we conclude the services and everyone goes downstairs for the donuts and meat platter. And the vegetable platter for all our vegan and health friends. For the donuts and meat platter and vegetable platter. And don't forget the muffins, Pasta. Donuts are a bit too fried for me. For the donuts and meat platter and vegetable platter and muffins. Oh, and my Triscuits. Before we conclude the services and everyone goes downstairs for food, Justin and Justine have a few things they'd like to share with the class. Hmm, the class? You mean the parish? Sorry, my boyfriend Desmond hasn't texted me back all day, so I've been a bit distracted. You're always distracted, Pastor Jamie. You're like me at the club during Cowboy Tuesdays. Jonathan, don't you have class on Tuesday nights? Psh, I go to that class part-time because I'm a part-time student. Hello? Is that how it works? Hello, everyone. What a great mass. Babe and I have an announcement to make. Babe, I think you should say it. Nah, babe, you should say it. No, 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 babe. It's on you. If one of these flower children doesn't come out with it, I'm going to have to bum rush the snack table. Oh, don't worry, Agnes. I brought enough Triscuits for everyone. Mm, I'm not bum-rushing the snack table for Triscuits, Carolan. Far from it. I can get that ordinary CVS pharmacy snack anytime I want. Pig and Ginger brought the meat platter, which means there will be exotic meats like horse and donkey. I proposed to Justine yesterday. <gasps> and I said yes. So we're getting married. Pastor, we're hoping to get married this Saturday? Wait, 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 back up. I thought you two weren't going to get married. Didn't you guys say that marriage is a scam or something? We thought that way, but our love is so strong that we figured we owed it to ourselves to get married. Oh, that's lovely. How did Justin propose, dear? <clears throat> oh, Lord, Barbara, please don't ask them that question. They're going to go on for a long time. It was yesterday when we went on a hike through the forest to work on a community pot farm. Justine was wearing her cute hiking outfit. She looked amazing. So we were walking and I said, babe, look at all this nature. And he said, babe, I love this and I love you. All right, get to the good stuff. When you guys banged in the forest, so that's when I proposed. And here's the ring. Oh, wowie, wow, wow, wowers. I haven't seen a rock that big since I went hiking in Utah with the leaders of the Mormon church. It was, I was trying to convince them that monogamy could work and- Oh, this is great. And I love a wedding, but you want to get married this Saturday? We can't wait, Pastor. We want to get married as soon as possible. Well, if we move the future leaders of America's Scone chapter meeting and maybe have the Scone stand-up comedians have their concert upstairs that night, well, then we could easily have the wedding up here in the church at five and then the reception at the church hall following. That's perfect. Everyone, save the date. You're all invited. Well, it sounds like you need musical entertainment. I'll compose an original song inspired by your love. Well, maybe I don't feel very inspired by your love. I'll just write it about the love I have for myself. And I can DJ. That way we can guarantee that most of the music will be good. Don't we already have a church DJ? It's me, DJ Big Boy Blast. Unfortunately, I got a hot gig where I'm going to spin, spin, spinny some records and hit on some bikini chicks. Chet, please DJ the wedding. 
Justine, Justin, let's sit down with Elijah and Caroline and go over the planning. When should we do that? Well, if you want to have this wedding in six days, we should meet right after mass. I guess that makes sense. Me and my future wife will be there. Babe, you're going to be my husband. I can't wait, babe. Who would have thought I'd be desperately single and these two high kites would be flying in the winds of love together? Hmm, I would have thought that. Pastor Elijah made the church, non-denominational and made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old one stole money unfairly. Caroline volunteers, my surrounds acquire. Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational. Some say things around here get inspirational. Now that we have all of our post-church snacks, let's talk details for your nuptials. What do my nipples have to do with this wedding? No, no, no. Pastor said your nuptials. Basically the wedding preparation. Well, what's there to figure out? Let's start with easy things. Caroline, I hope you're taking notes. Oh, I'm taking notes, Pastor. Well, that's a blank sheet of notepad paper. Well, we haven't decided on anything, so I haven't written anything down. Well, you should write down that you're taking notes. Okay, Carol Anne is writing these notes. So I assume you want me to officiate this wedding, and Elijah will do the music for the wedding ceremony? Yes, that sounds perfect. Caroline, are you writing that all down? Uh, yes. All right, so we want some flowers, right? We can have Caroline get some. And who do you want to cater the wedding? Peter and Marjorie usually do all of our events. We love the cockpit. So do I, girlfriend. And we have Chet doing the music, and Marcy's apparently going to do a song. So we have the entertainment keyed in. Caroline, make sure to put a question mark next to that entertainment. Let's see if we can do better. And what about centerpieces? Maybe some uplighting, a photo booth, table placement cards. Do we need a photographer? Actually, Pagan Ginger volunteered to take photos for us. Apparently, she's gotten really good at casually taking photos on her iPhone. All right, Carolyn, cross off the photographer on the list. Cross off food. We don't need a videographer or photo booth either, Carolyn. Okay, I'm crossing them off now. Well, maybe we should do a photo booth. You think, babe? Okay, Carolyn, uncross off the photo booth. Uncrossing off. I mean, unless you don't want to spend money on it. I don't know, you tell me. Hmm. Carolyn, I guess, cross off the photo booth. Recrossing out the photo booth. Although, I love the idea of the guests interacting with the photo booth. Uncrossing off the photo booth again. Carolyn, put a question mark next to the photo booth. We'll keep that one in the air. I'll have Carolyn do some research on photo booths. Oh, my parents have just entered the room. And mine too. Did you invite them to this meeting? Yeah, we wanted their take on everything. Hello, I'm Justine's mom. And I'm Justine's dad. I'm Justin's dad. I'm Justin's mom. Well, it's so great to meet all of you. Thank you for, for coming. Shall we refer to you as anything else besides Justine's mom, Justine's dad, Justin's mom, and Justin's dad? That sounds perfect to me, right, babe? Yes, babe, we're very supportive, even with the last minuteness of it, babe. I'm just glad my little girl's getting married. Right, babe? Babe, this will be the best wedding of the century, babe. I see where Justin and Justine get a lot of their 
Linguistics. What do you mean? Sorry that we missed the first part of the meeting, but what are some things we need to get done? Photo booths, flowers, contacting the catering company. I can contact the catering company. Oh, Marjorie, can you grab your aftermath donuts and come see me? I'm coming. Look, planning a wedding really is easy. I have contacts for a photo booth if we wanted to do that. I know a great florist. And babe, let's just send a massive text alert to everyone instead of these invites. That's perfect, babe. Justin, Justine, congratulations on getting engaged. Can't wait for the wedding this Saturday. Justin and I are huge fans of the cockpit. Would you be willing to cater the event? We would be honored. Do you know what you want us to serve? Hot dog blankets for appetizers, chicken breast for dinner, big old ice cream scoops for dessert? We'll look at your menu and get our picks to you later today. Well, Caroline, you can handle the rest of what needs to get done. Oh, I'm honestly not sure what's happening or who's doing what anymore. Weren't you keeping notes? Oh, I was trying to, but everyone started talking and there's a Justine and a Justin and Justine's dad and Justin's mom and Justine's mom and Justin's dad. Caroline, I would have taken my own notes if I had known you'd screw this up. Well, if I can't be trusted to take these notes, I don't know if I can handle all these wedding plans. No, we definitely can trust you to handle those. It's Saturday morning, the day of the wedding. Liv, Jonathan, good morning. Hey, how are we looking for the wedding today? I think we're all good. Carol Ann should be back soon with all the supplies for the centerpieces. Chet's DJ equipment is set up, and Pastor has her little speech ready. We're all perfect. All right. Ooh, I have... Ooh, one second... Oh, I'm out of breath. Okay. I have all the supplies we need for the centerpieces. Well, chop, chop, Caroline, you better go over to the church hall and start putting those together. Oh, all right. Does anyone need anything? Nope, we're all good. Oh, can someone open the door for me? Nope, we're all good. Oh, let me just try and reach for that. Oh, no, it's not going to work. Oh, 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 oh. All right, I have to finalize the music for the wedding. Liv, Jonathan, anything else you guys need from me? Just confirming that by working today, on a Saturday, my day off, and helping with the wedding, that I get Monday and Tuesday off. Yes, you could take those days off, because Marcy will be covering you. Well, let's hope nothing important happens. So, are you like me, and you're filled with rage at this whole thing? I mean, not really. Oh, good. Neither am I. Y you just said you were filled with rage. I mean, if you think about it, Liv, think about it. I'm quite blessed. I mean, my ex-boyfriend gets caught with a black market purse trade operation. Is going to be spending a lot of time in jail. And like, yeah, maybe I still have a little bit of feelings for Silver. And then, of course, Justine and Justin's wedding is being rubbed in my face. <sighs> like last Friday night. But it's fine. Fine is definitely the word there. Liv, Jonathan. Um, I have some questions over these finances. Girl, you've come to the wrong people. I'm a boy, Jonathan. It's me, Ricky. Jesus, Ricky, I know. Just spit out whatever you want to say. This conversation can be over. Well, I know with the wedding, 
we've been having some expenses lately, so I handled those first. But now I'm looking at everything, and things aren't adding up. Well, this is a hard job for a regular person, let alone you, Ricky. No, my math is correct, Liv. That means money is missing. Well, how much money? Tell it to me in the amount of Starbucks Venti Frappuccinos you can buy with the missing money. I don't know. I guess a hundred Frappuccinos? Jesus! Oh my gosh! We're missing $10,000? That math seems wrong. Ricky, can you just tell me how much we're missing? We're missing $20,000. Jesus! Liv, that's my line. <laughs> Jesus, 20 grand? Ricky, this is a big deal. Where is that missing money? I don't know, Liv. I just became the bookkeeper. That means we have to go and talk to the old bookkeeper, Charlene Devadonna. Well, I better call Annabelle. You know she'd be upset if she's not invited to help solve this mystery. We just got it. We just got back together in a mystery-solving capacity. Carolyn, can you go make sure the coffee station is set? Oh, as long as you can make sure Peter and Marjorie are all set loading in. Well, then I need you to see if Chet's all set for tonight. Well, I can do that if you can make sure the photo booth company's all set. Sure. Just make sure you start lighting those candles. Well, I can do that, but can you check on Justine and her bridal party? Yes, but you need to check on Justin and his people. Wow, this looks amazing. Uh, Good job, head volunteer Sharon and Carol Ann. Hmm, head volunteer. Pastor, is there anything you need? A lemon water? Perhaps some mint gum? A foot massage? Nope, I'm all set. Desmond texted me that he wants to see me today before the wedding. I haven't seen him at all this week. I've just been, I've been so busy planning this wedding. Well, Pastor Jamie, if there's one thing I know about men is that you have to keep entranced. Know when to walk away. Oh, don't they say the same thing about doing crime? Know when to walk away? Caroline, keep it up. And I'll slap you so hard you won't even have time for one of those long-winded impossible stories. Good afternoon. Are we ready for a wedding, people? Oh, I love a good wedding. Just a good show. Well, I better go see Desmond. I'll see everyone in a few. Marcy, uh, where do you want this piano? Jean Blue, just fit it over there on the stage. We are putting the wedding party on the stage. Your piano can go on the side of the stage. How do the acoustics sound today? The same as they always do. Only a fool thinks the acoustics in this room have the same day-to-day acoustics. Reminds me of when I went on tour with the Pretenders. They certainly pretended to be talented. Oh, that reminds me of the time I went on tour with Journey. Well, that reminds me of the time when I covered Journey and was told I blew away the original recordings. Oh, that reminds me of the time I was in the studio to hear some studio recordings of Mrs. Diane Warbeck. Diana Warbeck? Oh, dear. 
She and I did not get along at the industry Christmas party back in 2003. Oh, 2003, the year that I happened to travel to Greece. I starred in an off-Broadway performance of Greece. You can take a stab at who I played. That's right, the 1948 Ford Convertible Deluxe, Grease Lightning herself. Oh, did I have to get greased up for that? We have a wedding to plan, people. This is not the time to pull out all these terrible stories in the guise of bragging about accomplishments. Carol Ann, set up the table for the gifts and cards, please. Jane Blue, do we have my spring water somewhere? We have mountain water, island water, tap water, sparkling water, isolated water, smart water, extra smart water, dumb water, but I don't see any spring water. Maybe Caroline can go get some spring water. She doesn't seem to be doing much. Liv, Jonathan, Ricky, and a young girl from Toddlers and Tierras? I'm Annabelle. I'm Ricky's best friend, and we're part of the Junior Detective League. Since when did Scone have a Junior Detective League? We've always had one. What are you here about? I think you know Charlene Devadonna, our old bookkeeper. Well, come in. But please be careful with my plants. They're a bit sensitive to new people. New visitors always stand in their light, so they get scared. Can I get you anything? A spring water, perhaps? No, we really just want to get right to it. Charlene Devadonna, there is $20,000 missing from the church funds. Where in the world is that money? I didn't take it, if that's what you're implying. Why would you suspect me? Girl, this money is missing and you are in charge of the money. Of course you're a suspect. You don't even have to watch Law and Order with oh, Detective Stabler to know there's a reason that we're here, girl. Come on. I was still trying to figure out the scone finances. I had no idea we were missing that much money. Then why did you storm out and act all dramatic? Was that not your way of stealing money? Uh... This is hard to talk about in front of my plants. Do you mind if I go move them? Uh, I don't really get these foster plants things. <laughs> I think I'm allergic to one of them. Well, at least those plants won't leave her like a man might. All right. I put the plants in the other room. They should be fine there for a little bit, all right? I didn't leave Scone because I stole the money or was sick of the pastor and Elijah, even though the pastor and Elijah can get slightly annoying. Only slightly annoying? I think you're underestimating how annoying pastor and Elijah can be. I left Scone because Sharon threatened me. You did what? Sharon did what? What is the shade of paint in this kitchen? It's horrendous. Charlene, what happened? I was... In my upstairs office, and Sharon came to me. It was on the morning that I quit. Sharon told me that I had to leave. And naturally, I said, leave, this is my office. And then Sharon said, no, I meant leave this rectory. And I said, Sharon, it's not my lunch break yet. And Sharon goes, listen up and listen good, you plant lover. Mm, that wasn't Sharon's best comeback. I had better comebacks when I was, like, half awake and fully drunk. And then what happened, Charlene? 
Sharon told me that I had to leave to stage an upset or come with an excuse to quit my job. I told Sharon I loved it at Scone and that I couldn't do that. That's when Sharon told me that if I didn't quit, she'd make it very difficult for me. What kind of difficult? She, she, Sharon threatened to kill my plants. Oh, how terrible. I know, my precious babies. That's why I left. I couldn't let anything happen to my foster plants. So that means Sharon is a suspect, right? Sharon's always been a suspect, but threatening Charlene's foster plans doesn't give us too much. But I think I know somewhere we can find evidence. Hotel Rendezvous. Hotel Rendezvous. Hotel Rendezvous? Why would we go there? That place is disgusting. I hated it when I visited Silver there. Wait, Silver stayed there? Yes, the place had good coke, but terrible weed. I think we need to make a pit stop before we go to Hotel Rendezvous. <laughs> Hotel Rendezvous. Where? Well, it might involve seeing someone that Jonathan doesn't want to see. Oh, no. Oh, no. Liv, no, no. Oh, no. Liv, no. Oh, no. Jonathan, you've been saying oh, no ever since we left Charlene's apartment and all the way here to the prison. I'm saying oh, no, because you want to talk to Silver. It's okay, Jonathan. I'll handle all the speaking to your ex. You won't have to say a thing. Annabelle, that's not the point. We actually have to see my ex. I'd I'd rather listen to a whole Marcy concert. I doubt it's that bad, Jonathan. You're right. I'm being overdramatic, but I'd rather listen to Marcy do a three-song set. Really now? Okay, maybe I'd rather just listen to Marcy perform just one single instead of talk to Silver. All right, this is the visitor center. Oh, hey, look, and there's Silver. Okay, here we go. What do you guys want? The guards told me I had visitors, and I'd rather see people than sit here. We have some questions. Ask away. My first question is, I hope you love prison because it's certainly not going to be as warm, as pleasurable, or as giving as I was. My second question is... I have a relevant question, Silver. We know about the purses, but were you also stealing money from the church? Stealing money from the church? Not at all. I was paying Scone hundreds of dollars a month for rent. I also gave Sharon money. Wait, repeat that last part for me. You gave Sharon some money? It was part of the deal we had. Pastor and Elijah are a bit... Mm, Idiotic. Stupid. Dumb. Whack jobs. Well, I was going to say Pastor and Elijah are clueless, but you can go ahead and just roast them. M- more on this deal. Why did you and Sharon have a deal? Because Sharon caught me early on with my purses, and she wanted her slice of the pie. Well, now we know who stole my slice of pie from the fridge two months ago, too! Damn, Sharon! Sharon promised that she could keep the purse operation from being discovered. Of course, her protection was useless considering the cops busted me. So, Sharon was being paid by you to keep silent about the purses. Sharon threatened Charlene Devadonna to leave. But for what? Sharon has to be the one who stole the money, right? I think we solved this easy crime! We have to go! The stoners are getting married in 30 minutes. You're welcome for the information. Consider it just payment for all the good times I gave you. Justine, as you know, 
Your father and I are quite rich because we invested in Muchi's brand of snacks. Perfect for when you're high. Of course, mom. I'm a frequent customer. Ain't that right, babe? Oh, for sure, Mrs. Justine's mom and Mr. Justine's dad. We wanted to honor your wedding by giving you a massive check for 40 grand. Use it for a great honeymoon and maybe savings for a house or children. Wow. Imagine all the weed we could buy, babe. Babe, we are going to be the Willy Wonka of weed. Justine's dad, why don't you put that check in this locked up box with the other cards and cash? Great idea. Thank you, head volunteer Sharon Ladron. Oh, it's my pleasure, baby. My absolute pleasure. Desmond, thank you so much for coming to the church rectory. I've been so busy planning this wedding, you wouldn't believe what I've had to make Carol Ann do. Well, I haven't been the most communicative, Pastor Jamie. Please, call me Pastor Jameson. Jameson, I have to break up with you. I'm sorry, what are you breaking? A piece of that Kit Kat bar? No, I'm, I'm breaking up you and me. I'm sorry, Pastor Jamie. I like you, but after that family dinner... Really? How is it my fault that your dad cheated on your mom with some old hippie? No, 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 it's not that at all. It's just... Me taking you to my parents' house was a serious moment, right? Like, it, it means I want you to be a part of my life. I thought about it this whole week, and we had so much fun, but... I don't see any longevity here. Then she wouldn't be able to disguise the truth. Desmond, this this is out of nowhere. I actually saw us together for a long time. I'm sorry if you see that. I don't. I. Uh, we can have some closure other time, but we might as well get to this wedding. Wedding? You were invited? Yes. My law firm, Baxham, Amari, D'Angelo, Whitmore, Whiteston, Middleton, Wickstrom, and Wiley works for Justine's Parents Snack Company. Of course they do. Um, I'm sorry, Pastor Jamie. How in the hell am I supposed to run this wedding now? Troublesome teens Chet and Axel with their lady friends Matilda and Honey, who are much hotter than those two future faces of our prison system. Ready for a wedding? Yeah, I'm totally ready to DJ, too. Smoking a quick J before the wedding, Gladys? Eh, when you get older, you realize weddings aren't what they're cracked up to be. Especially after you've had five of them yourself. I think combining one's lives with another in a spiritual ceremony is invigorating. But marriage isn't for everyone. Exactly, honey! As much as weddings and marriages are great, they do not make you more or less of a person, and they don't mean you're more in love with a partner. The two of you are like a bad Lifetime original movie. We get it. You seem to be in a bitter mood, Gladys. What's wrong? It's not the wedding. No. Still in love with Garfield. Sit, isn't it? No, I don't think so, Axel. Well, you look moody. It's not about the wedding. So it really just leaves Garfield dating Denise. I don't think that's how I'm feeling. Well, how are you feeling? Like, I could throw up. And also, like, that I lost out on a great treasure somewhere. I'm sad. Upset at myself, for sure. Yep, you still want Garfield. 
But all I've been doing is trying to pull pranks on Garfield and Denise because they're annoying. Or maybe you've been messing with them because you want Garfield back and you're jealous of Denise. I... Damn it, Axel. Maybe you're right. I gotta go and see Garfield. Axel, I'm so impressed. You should become a therapist. Nah, I'd rather aim for my dream job of being rich. Axel, that's not a job. Then I'm going to make it a job. Pastor Wyatt, what are you doing here? Why, hello, Elijah. I cannot wait to hear your musical charms this morning. Justin's parents and I play on the same bridge team. I would not miss this wedding for all the world. Well, aren't you just friends with everyone? I am, and I know you know my plus one. There she is. Elijah, Moses, Corinthian. Glad to see you again so soon after we tied at the Regional District Multi-Faith Singing Competition. We didn't even place, let alone tie, Rachel Ryans. Regardless, today's a good day for a wedding. It's a shame you're singing. Your voice is more suited for a funeral procession, Elijah. Says the woman with the voice that would kill someone. Rachel, did you drop our card and cash in the box back in the foyer? I did. The gift table and the card box is stuffed. So is the church. Has Scone ever been this busy? I'm surprised you know what busy is, considering your local open mic gigs that you do are anything but busy. <clears throat> Barbara, do you like my hat? It's inspired by British weddings. Ooh, I do. Now, are you saying that because you don't want me to be upset if you say you don't like my hat? Uh, of course not, Agnes. Garfield, I have to talk to you. Gladys, this wedding is about to start in five minutes. It's very important. Do you need me too, Gladys? Absolutely not, Denise. Oh, good. I'll just keep sitting here and playing Candy Crusp. Do you mean Candy Crush? No, Candy we Crusp did. is the what older version him? of Candy Crush featuring old candies. I just got a butterscotch blaster. Oh, goody! Doesn't seem no, like there's a crowd for that, but whatever. You know, I don't know why I was invited. I really don't know either of them. I think it was just because it was a church invite, you know? Wait, who's getting married? Well, I hope they get this wedding going, because I have a lot of things I want to do today. I want to go to Barnes & Noble and check out the clouds. This is such a good time. I mean, uh, we're all here together, and I'm just going to whisper along with everybody, because I don't know what else to say. Gladys, what is the meaning of this? And why did you take me back here to the foyer? Now that I finally know where it is. I realized something just now, Garfield. I wasn't being mean to you and Denise because I thought you were annoying. Well, you are annoying, but I was being a bitch because I'm still in love with you, Garfield. What? Gladys? Are you serious? You love me? I'm as serious as I was when the police asked me where I was on the night of my ex-husband's accident. I was seriously not at home. Gladys, I don't know what to say. I just had to get that off my chest. And I have to get this winter jacket off my chest. It's surprisingly warm in here. Gladys, I'm with Denise right now. And Denise respects me and honors me and is nice to me. She's a good hussy and I'm happy with her. But we had so many good times, Garfield. I doubt Denise is better at sex than me. 
Gladys, it ain't always about sex. An old guy like me just needs someone in his corner. And you're only ever in your corner. If this is about the time when I said that I wanted to sit in the corner of Olive Garden, it's, it's, it's just because there's a leak. God damn it, Gladys. I'm sorry. We're done. Now I gotta get back to watching these two weed get married. I've never messed up in my life. But I might have messed up with that man. Damn it! Can you practice elsewhere, child violin prodigy Stacy? Sorry, Mrs. Gladys. Don't have to rub it in my face that I'm single either. Mercy, I was gonna wait till after the wedding was over, but I can't keep it in any longer. Oh no, Jean Blue, please tell me it's not my dress. I worked really hard to find a non-showy white cocktail dress for this wedding. No, I think you have the most gorgeous white dress ever, and actually the only white dress around, it seems. But that's not it. Well, what is it, Jean Blue? Spit it out! Like the time I made Ozzy Osbourne spit out that bird. Ozzy was trying to imitate that whole chew-off-the-bird head thing. Again. I'm moving back to New York. What? Not because of my ex-husband. I was offered a new job working at Lee Jean's headquarters doing denim detective work. The pay is so good. Marcy, I couldn't say no. Well... Well, when do you leave? I leave on Monday. This Monday? Yes. Talk about a manic Monday, Jean. But Marcy, there's something else. What? Marcy, I want you to come with me to New York. Pastor, are you all set? I guess so. Pastor, what's wrong? Desmond broke up with me. Oh dear, why is that? He didn't see any longevity. What makes it worse is that Desmond is here, not as my plus one. He was actually invited to this wedding. Desmond is over there, sitting next to Pastor Wyatt. Who is sitting next to Rachel Ryans? Gosh, this isn't a wedding at all. It's a public stoning. I have to act strong. I have to rub it in Desmond's face. Let's put on the best wedding ever. And then Desmond will be like, Well, I broke up with Pastor Jamie, who just officiated the best wedding ever. And Rachel Ryans will be crying and ruining her makeup over my music. And then Pastor Wyatt will say, Oh, my peaches are full of love or something. Wow, that was a great Pastor Wyatt impression. Thank you. You know what, Elijah, you're right. We're gonna have an amazing mass. And I'm going to really get everyone up on their feet and we're going to celebrate Justin and Justine's wedding. Cheers to that. All right, let's wed these two lovebirds. Oh no, we're late, the wedding has already started. It's the Starbucks barista's fault for not adding sweetener by Ariana Grande into my coffee. And you couldn't just add that sweetener to your coffee? You had to make them remake the whole drink? It's really the principle of the matter, Liv. I like my principal. He's a real pal. We have enough evidence to go and approach Sharon, right? Of course we do. Now, let's go find her. Where is she? Wait a minute, Liv. Isn't that the gift table for the cards and cash and everything? Oh my gosh, that gift table is more abandoned than my ex-boyfriend Juan's sense of humor. Has this been Sharon's plan all along? 
making out with 20k from the church and then having her big sting be the wedding gifts? Oh, what are you punks doing? Investigating why the wedding colors are light green and dark green? I got the answer for you. It's because Justin and Justine love weed. Gladys, where are all the wedding gifts? Well, while I was making sure the dust got out of my eyes, I saw Sharon move them. Well, call me an alligator on a log. Sharon didn't move those gifts. Sharon stole those gifts. Did she? Damn, she made out then. Because Justine's rich parents gave them like $40,000. So Sharon stole twenty k from the church and Justin and Justine's wedding gifts and forty k. That's wild because there was an ice cream machine and a few bongs up on that table. We ought to find Sharon before she skips town with all that money. Uh, but what about the wedding? Don't we want to watch Justin and Justine get married? Jonathan, this is an emergency. We have to stop Sharon. And where in the world is that violin music coming from? Sorry, guys. I'm practicing for my violin solo. Non-denominational season two was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-denominational sitcom podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, audionautics.com, and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Lox, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. Check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcasts.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at nondenominationalscone. Until next time.